Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is so business, not big business. I don't know about you. But I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Good evening, and welcome to the light of Portland. I love to praise his holy name. Yes, that was Dr. Marvin Sapp bringing us in on tonight for the light of Portland. Welcome, and God bless you for joining us on tonight. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The songwriter said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And we know um, since 2020, um, being together in the house of the Lord does not necessarily mean we have to be in a church building. Wherever two or three are gathered together in his name, we are in the presence of the Lord. And I've got two or three on the line with me tonight. So I know that the spirit of the Lord is here. I don't know about you, but that had my head bopping and my feet tapping and my hands clapping because I love to praise his holy name. We want to give honor to God for blessing us to see another first Sunday in 2023. This is the seventh month of the year, and we are so grateful to God to give us this opportunity to be in the land of the dying, preparing for the land of the living. We want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield. God bless you. God keep you. And to my sister, my friend, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, y'all, she got a birthday coming up. So if you got her phone number, if you know her email address, if you know her address, you need to shout out my sister girl because her birthday is coming up on the 10th of this month. And we just want to say, you know, it's first Sunday, Pastor, so that's when I do all my birthday shout outs. But happy birthday to um, my our sister, Pastor Sherelle Pennington. May God bless you. May God keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. We are just so excited to be with you on tonight. I hope and pray that you have had a blessed day in the Lord because I know that I have. This has been a busy day for me, and I'm excited to be able to share the word of God with you on tonight. Started this morning, I preached at 11 and then ran around the corner. And Well, I didn't run, but I drove around the corner and went home to Greater St. Stephen's and preached at 11.30. And we're excited to be back tonight to share a word from the Lord for the Lord's people. And we're just so grateful, so grateful. Um, tonight, I want um, to invite um, a prayer warrior. If there is a prayer warrior on the line that has a prayer in your belly, um, and I mean to set the soul on fire, uh, press one on your phone so that we can invite you to pray for us tonight. I want to share the line with someone that 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 would like to feel led to pray, that wants to pray. If you Still God calling you to pray tonight. I want you to do our opening prayer. Amen. We have one and I can take another one um, because we just want to go before the throne of grace tonight. We want to go before the Lord. We just want to saturate the airways with prayer um, as we get ready to go to the word tonight. Uh, we are going to have prayer. If there's another tonight, please press one on your phone um, so that we can um, go before the Lord. I'm going to bring uh, tonight we'll be in Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, amen, I've got two callers, thank you so much, um, we're going to hear from these 
two callers to take us to the throne of grace. We will have a song and then we'll be back and we'll be in Ephesians chapter one. Caller, your last four digits are seven, seven, two, nine, seven, seven, two, nine. You are live on the line tonight. We can hear you. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, great and awesome God you are, we give praise and glory and honor unto you tonight, Father, as we lift your name on high, as we come before you, Father God, with thanksgiving and praise, God. We thank God for all that you're doing right now. We exalt your name in this place, Father God. Right now, we come before you, God, just to give praise to you as we lift your name on high, God. God, we come now just asking that there be a word in the house in the name of Jesus. We ask now, God, that you would use the mighty woman of God tonight, God, to show yourself strong, God, as we know that you're always strong because this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we're so thankful and grateful, Father God, for the atmosphere, God, that it is charged, that it is ready tonight, God. We thank God that you have dispatched your angels, Mm -hmm. and they are moving all amongst this atmosphere, God. We thank God that the enemy has no place tonight, God, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Have your way tonight, God. Do it. In the name of Jesus, and we'll be so good to give you all the glory, all the honor, and the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray tonight. Thank God and amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. That was Elder Bruce Mitchell. Thank you, Elder, all the way from Fresno, California. Amen. Caller 4217, Sister Janetta. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, as we come to the throne of grace and prayer this hour, Father God, we come calling up on your great name. What a mighty God you are. Father God, you're from everlasting to everlasting. You're the great I am. Father God, we just come tonight, Father God, to let you know how much we love you, how much we need you. Father God, that we're diligently seeking after you, Father. Father God, we thank you for today's journey that has brought us to this point to be on this prayer call tonight, to receive a word from you, Father God. Father God, we pray and as we receive that word, we can get that word inculcated within our lives, Father God, that we get a good understanding of your word and be doers and just not hearers, Father God. So, Father God, we lift it up to one of God that's going to bring forth the whole word to us, Father God. Strengthen her where she may be a little weak in her body, mm-hmm. Father God. Father God, we're calling upon your great name because no other help we know. Father God, you are a source of strength. You are a source of help. Everything we need comes from you. Everything that's good and perfect, Father God, it comes from you. And we're thanking you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for this journey that we're on, a journey that's bring us home to spend eternity with you. Father God, we don't turn to the right, don't turn to the left, but continue on, Father God, to hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, how we need you, Father God. Father God, we live in that dark day and darker days are coming, Father God. But, Father God, we don't have to worry because we know the God that we serve, the only true and living God. And we thank you, Father God, for working in our lives that we know who you are, Father God. Father God, we can call upon your holy name at all times. Oh, Father God, wake up in the midnight hour, Father God, calling upon the name of Jesus yeah. because yeah. there is no other name as sweet as the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for every opportunity that you give unto us to cry unto you, Father God, Father God, to let our petition be known, Father God. So today, Father God, we pray for this nation. Father God, this nation is in trouble, Father God. Father God, people are turning 
to the lifestyle of the world, turn it to the dark side, Father God. So we pray for the people, Father God, that they turn back and see the light, see the Jesus that shine in us, Father God, before it's too late, Father God, because, Father God, so many are on that wide road to destruction that's no longer your children, Father God. Mm-hmm. So we pray for them. We pray, Father God, that they see the light before it's too late. Because once, Father God, they close their eyes and sleep that sleep of death, Father God, it Good will God. be too late, Father God. Father God, we pray that we can plant good seeds in your people, Father God. Someone else come alone in the water, Father God, yes. and that you give the increase. Uh-huh. Oh, how yes. we need you, Father God. Father God, we pray that we begin intercessors, crying out for your people because so many of your people are in trouble, Father God. Father God, they're being guided by their fleshly desires, Father God. Oh, Father, how we need you. Father God, so we lift the people up to you tonight, Father God. So many people are right have pain in our bodies, Father God. So we pray, Father God, that they will recover according to your will, Father God. Because, Father, we know not everyone going to receive a healing on this side. But, Father God, we pray and lifting them up to the great position. Oh, how Amen. we need you, Father God. And so many people are suffering because they have lost a loved one, Father God. So, Father, we pray that you build comfort unto them, Father God. Father God, we will continue to look towards the hills from which come our help. Father, help comes from you, our Lord and Savior. Father, we love you with an everlasting love, and we thank you, Father God, for working our lives, that we know who you are, the only true and living God. Oh, Father, how we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, your faithful servant. Amen. Get that camera on them.
gonna let the world see you lift them in the bow withdraw. Thyself from me.
We thank you for your word that's coming forth to speak life to us, to give us hope, to give us strength, to give us peace, to give us courage, and to help us continue to be steadfast and immovable and always abiding in the word of God. And Father, I pray now that you would bless those of us who have gathered together at this appointed time. I pray, God, that your word will quicken our hearts and our minds and our spirits to not just be hearers, but to be doers. 
Father, we ask now in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus, in the strong name of Jesus, that your word tonight will accomplish what it was purposed to set out to do. Father, I decrease that you may increase. God, I pray that your people not hear Kim, but hear the voice of our Lord God, our creator, our sustainer, our provider, our healer, and our deliverer, the one who gives life, the one who gives breath, the one who gives us hope, the one who is our peace, the one who is our strength and our joy. May we hear your voice tonight, Father, through this preached word. Bless the hearers, bless the doers, bless those who receive this word tonight. May we, oh God, uh, have a spirit of expectation that we may give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. I want to thank again Sister Janetta Bradley from Portland, Oregon, who are currently is are not in the city. So we are we got California covered tonight. Amen. Uh, we thank God for Sister Janetta praying for us. She is um, our intercessory prayer leader here at home at Greater St. Stephen's. And Elder Bruce Mitchell also, uh, he lives in Fresno, but he is one of our intercessors at Greater St. Stephen's. He, he helps us uh, learn how to stand on the wall and stay on the wall. And so we're grateful to God tonight that the two of you chimed in to pray, amen, to get us to this place where we are. Uh, tonight, I just want to, um, just for a few moments, just talk a little bit from Ephesians chapter 1. And I, I want to um, I wanna start out by saying that um, Paul wrote the book of Ephesians while he was in prison, while he was in jail in Rome. And uh, it's amazing to me that most of this man's life, once he gave his life to the Lord, he spent a lot of time incarcerated, in jail, in prison, in chains. But he took out the time to send word to God's people, to encourage them, to equip them, and to help them be be true to their faith, be true to their God. And uh, tonight, as we look at this first chapter, there's there's a couple of things that um, I, I, wa- I want to point out here that um, the church of Ephesus was a good church. Uh, they were doing good things. Um, they, they had... Um, found themselves facing issues and circumstances and situations, um, facing things that they they probably thought that they would never, ever face, things that would never come their way. Uh, They were facing racism and sexism and um, plantation capitalism um, spiritual trauma and spiritual abuse. And here we are today in the 21st century experiencing the same thing. As I kind of glanced over some current headlines, we see before us the Supreme Court 
and their affirmative action ruling. We see where in Chicago, the officials reversed the flow of the river in Lake Michigan. He flooding from heavy rain. We see in Baltimore where two people were killed and 28 were wounded in a mass shooting at a block party. Find our government systems, the Republicans fighting the Democrats and the Democrats fighting the Republicans. And right in northern Nevada, in the great state of Louisiana, New Orleans, they are looking at temperatures that are 125 and above. Mr. Trump is still in the news. Would not you say that we are facing some issues and some situations that we just would have never thought we would find ourselves in? Tonight, I want to just remind us of the spiritual blessing that we have tonight. Let not our hearts be troubled, for we believe in God. And when we believe in God, we look forward to these blessings that God has for us. Ephesians chapter 1, I'm going to start reading at verse 3. And y'all, excuse me, but I have been reading from the Living Bible for the past month. It has just done my heart good. When I study, I read from the King James, and then I also go and get the New Living Translation. Um, I I get my strong concordance, and I get my um, exhausted concordance. When I study, I look at, at, at the word of God and, and more than one translation. And then I go to the commentaries after I have spent some time in prayer over the word which God has given. And so tonight reading Ephesians 1, starting at verse 3, it says, How we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every blessing in heaven because we belong to God Christ. Long ago, even before he made the world, God chose us to be his very own. Uh, I don't know about you, but my soul is saying hallelujah right there. Amen. Hallelujah right there. God chose us to be his very own. Through what Christ would do for us, he decided then to make us holy in his eyes without a single fault. We who stand before him covered with his blood. Oh, hallelujah. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. Verse 6 says, now all praises to God for his wonderful kindness to us and his favor that he has poured out unto us because we belong to his dearly beloved son. So overflowing in his kindness toward us that he took away all of our sins through the blood of his son by whom we are saved. And he has shown that, showered down 
upon us the richness of his grace, for how well he understood us and knows what is best for us at all times. Oh, this is good to me right here. Oh, my God. Verse 9 says, God has told us his secret reason for sending Christ, a plan he decided on in a mercy long ago. And this was his purpose, that when the time is right, he will gather us all together from wherever we are, in heaven or on earth, to be with him in Christ forever. Verse 11 says, moreover, because of what Christ has done, we have become gifts to God that he delights in. For as part of God's sovereign plan, we were chosen from the beginning to be his. And all things happen just as he decided long ago. God's purpose in this way, and God's purpose in this way was that we should, uh-huh, Praise God and glory, give God glory, give glory to him for doing those mighty things for us who were the first to trust in Christ. And because of what Christ did, all of us, too, who have heard the good news about how to be saved and how to trust were marked as belonging to Christ. By the Holy Spirit, who long ago had been promised to all of us Christians. My last verse, verse 14 says, his presence within us is God's guarantee that he really will give us all that he promised. And the Spirit's seal upon us means that God has already purchased us and that he guarantees to bring us to him. This is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious God. If you don't mind for just a moment, clap your hands and give God a thunderous praise. Hallelujah for his word, for his word tonight spoken over us. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We thank you that you had us in mind way before the foundation of the earth. And you purposed in your heart, oh God, that your son would die for us. And every time you look down upon us, you see love. Thank you, Father. Oh God, we give you praise. Just for a few moments, I want to talk about be like and reflect Christ. We must be like and reflect Christ. We must be like and reflect Christ. The purpose of this letter to the church, and I, and I, and I want us to make this personal. I want us to, to act like Paul wrote this letter to us <laughs> while he was uh down at OSP, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the Oregon State Penitentiary. I, I want us to act like Paul wrote this letter for us tonight, the church, the body of Christ. It, it came directly to your house. And the purpose of this letter was to strengthen you in your faith and to help us examine 
and explain the nature and the purpose of our faith and our coming together as one body in Christ. See, the the 12 verses that I read in Ephesians chapter 1 really was, was a very single sentence. This is one of the most joyful and profound passages in the Bible. Like an anthem of praise, it celebrates God's eternal and glorious plan of redemption. It is broken into three stanzas, each beginning or ending with the phrase, to the praise of his glorious grace. That was Ephesians 1 and 6, Ephesians 1 and 12, Ephesians 1 and 14. Or if you was reading in another translation like the NIV, it, it would say, to the praise of his glory. These passages explain the plan of redemption from a triune perspective. The first, um, verses three through six, praises the Father for choosing to redeem us from sin. Ah, yeah, see, see, Christ knew that, that, that we were, were going to, to mess up. He, he, he knew it. Uh, way before we got on the scene, uh, because our, our forefathers, our foremother Adam and Eve, they sinned. They they messed up, and he knew that 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 the apple wouldn't fall far, you know, from the tree. We were gonna be like them, and and he saw it in all of the people that came after them. I I was. Yeah, I was watching a movie, and 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 I, I I see the sins of the people in the movie. I was watching the preacher was preaching, and he named off the sins of those that were before us to, to let us know that we was in good company when it comes to being sinners needing a savior. Yeah, he he told us that Noah was a drunk, and he told us that Abraham was a liar. Uh, uh yeah, the Bible tells us that Moses was a murderer. Come on, somebody. And so we are, we are in good company when, when it comes to looking at, at being in, in that company of needing a redeemer, needing a savior. Uh, we can't save ourselves. We, we find, we find, we find here that the second highlight in, in this first chapter is that Jesus is the redeemer. Yeah, he came to save us. He came to redeem us. And and how we owe him another praise tonight. And the third stanza, which, which we read, 13 through 14, reveals the Holy Spirit as the living divine presence in you and me. Yes, the Holy Ghost lives in us. We are the church and we are in the world. We're not of this world. And for the world to see the presence of God and to experience a newness in their mind, a newness in their lifestyle, a newness in the way they talk, a newness in the way that they think, they must be uh, uh, in the presence, have the opportunity to be in the presence of the Lord. That's why it is so important for us, my brothers and sisters, to be like and to reflect Christ. 
Yeah, we are uh, the extension. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are his mouthpiece. We are his ears. We are his eyes in the earth. And if we don't be like, and if we don't reflect Christ in all of his glory, how do we expect those who are hurting, who are suffering, who are who are finding it hard to trust and to believe because every time they turn around, there's something bad, something negative happening in the country, happening in their city, happening in their state, happening in their church, and even happening in their home. Yes. We must be like and we must reflect the glory of God. Saints of God, I want you to know and I want you to be reminded tonight that the Holy Spirit lives in us. It is a living, divine presence of God. Yeah, we we see in, in, in Ephesians chapter 1 that these verses are a plan of redemption. It is revealed from eternity before creation to the time of its future completion at the end of Christ's second coming. Our focus must be the redemption of Christ. Those of us who are in Christ, those of us who are in him, have been redeemed. And I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, we must live like we are blessed. We must live like we have these bountiful blessings right in our hands. It, we, we, all we got to do is trust, believe, and obey. Yep, that's what the song we to say. That is the only way. These benefits, these blessings that God has for us, which are found in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, are for us. It, it, the Bible tells us that we are chosen to be holy and blameless. God did not choose us because we were already homeless, I mean, already holy, uh, or, or we was already blameless, but he chose us that we might become holy and become blameless. Yeah, consider consider the implications. When we uh, accept Christ as our Savior and Redeemer, we are accepting God's offer to make us holy and make us blameless. Yeah, the Bible says that we must be holy, we must be blameless in this corrupt and perverse nation. My brothers and sisters, I don't know if you really, really know it or not, but I want you to know that we are living in perilous times. I know you say, I know you say, well, my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-great-great-grandmother used to say the same thing. And we are still here. But can I tell you, God is not slack concerning his promise. He, he, he's not coming when we think he should come. Uh, this morning as I was preaching, uh, the word said in Isaiah that, that what God wants to happen is he wants truth and righteousness to live on the whole earth. Oh, my God. How, 
how will Russia, how will Ukraine, how will China, how will Florida, how will Mississippi, how will Alabama, how will Georgia, how will California, how will Oregon know of truth and righteousness? They will know because the redeemed of the Lord will stand up and say so. Those who have been chosen by God will not be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. We won't be ashamed to tell this world that our mess turned into a message. We won't be ashamed to tell this world that our test became a testimony. We won't be ashamed. See, God, he is promising to take us, and and he did it, he did it, he did it, take us unworthy sinners and make us into his very own children. We are a part of the family. We have been given rights and privileges that come with the position. Saints of God, we've been predestined. We have been chosen ahead of time to become God's children and be freely, we've been freely given gifts of his glorious grace. Saints, we've been adopted as his sons and daughters. We've been redeemed for his praise of his glory, we have been made recipients of the Holy Spirit, and we have been given an inheritance. Verse 6 reminds us that God did all of this because he wanted to. He freely provides for us all of these blessings by his grace through his son, Jesus Christ. And all we have to do is accept it. And once we have accepted it, we must live as the redeemed. Living as the redeemed means we must be like and reflect Christ in everything we do, everything we say, and everything we think. It must be like Christ, and it must reflect Christ. I know you're saying, Pastor Black, it's hard. I'm telling you it's hard. The struggle is real. You understand what I'm saying? It's real. Because Paul said, every time I try to do good, evil is always present. It's hard. The struggle is real. But can I tell you, can I remind myself that God gave us the Holy Spirit to help us so we don't have to try to do it on our own. We got to learn to tap in to our power source. We got to learn how to fall on our knees. We got to learn how to seek God's face. We got to learn how to push back the plate. We got to learn how to cry out to God. We got to learn how to press in. We can't give up, church. We cannot quit. We cannot sit down and and, and fold our hands and twiddle our thumbs. We can't. 
Because every day somebody is dying without knowing that they too have these spiritual blessings. So what are we to do with all the hell that is on earth? What are we to do? Be like and reflect Christ. It ain't going to be easy. But with God, all things are possible. If we stay in our word, if we stay on our knees, he will give us what we need to live holy and to live blameless. That when it is time, when the time is right, when he comes to gather us all from wherever we are, from heaven or on earth, he'll gather us all up and he'll say, well done, my good and faithful servant, well done. All that we're living for, that's why we're living this life. Don't be selfish and just 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 keep it all to yourself. Share Christ. Let the way we live in our homes, on our jobs, at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, in the courthouse. Let the way we live be like and reflect Christ. Father, I thank you for your word tonight. And I pray now, Holy Spirit, come and fill our hearts. Holy Spirit, come and fill our minds that we may be like and reflect Christ in these last and evil days. May we remember that we were chosen that we were, it was predestined and we were adopted into the royal family and it is our responsibility to be like our father and to reflect his glory. So help us, God. Help us to walk right. Help us to talk right. Help us to do right. Help us to live right. Help us, Father, to reflect your glory. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. We will magnify you. We will glorify you. And we will honor your holy name. We pray these prayers in thy son Jesus' name. Bless the one tonight, Father, that just says in their heart, is, I can't do it. I pray that they would just stretch out. Stretch their hands towards you right now and ask for your help that you would lead them and guide them to be holy, to be righteous, to be sanctified, and to be filled with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, family, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope and pray that something was said uh, tonight that, that will... 
uh, strengthen your love relationship with the Lord and intensify your, your love for him and cause you to spend more time this week in worship and in his word so that this week, the song says one day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I'm asking from you. Lord, give me the strength to do what I need to do one day at a time. So take it one day at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Don't try to be holy all week, but just, just say, when I, Lord, when you wake me up in the morning, I'm going to live holy. I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to live blameless before my family, my friends, my coworkers. I love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. I hope and pray that you have a blessed and safe 4th of July. And until next Sunday, be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Horns, hit me! Around here to show you and I, we clearly.